You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Good morning, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And today we are going to talk about a pain point that everybody is bringing to my attention right now, and that is the growth of Instagram. Instagram is my favorite social media platform right now and I just find it so intriguing and not necessarily frustrating but it's more of just a project for me to figure out how it works, how to grow my engagement, how to grow my following, how to connect with my audience and and how to really generate new people that can participate in the services that I offer and provide and so today I'm going to just walk you through some of the things that are working for me and some things that I practice and that I preach and that I teach in the communities and things that I do for my day-to-day job. So we're going to talk about all things Instagram. And before we do that, let's just give a shout out to our listener of the week. And if you want to be a listener of the week, head over to iTunes and drop me a rating and review. Make sure you leave your name there so that I can pick a weekly listener and give you a shout out live. All right. So U.S. Travel Sarah left me a review and said, I started listening to Melanie about a month ago. I'm not a Beachbody coach, but instead a travel agent in the Pittsburgh area. What draws me to Melanie is her knowledge and tough love with her business mind. I am constantly implementing her tips and tricks to mold and build my day-to-day business. It's been a total game changer. This recent podcast on social media really hit home and it's a total reality kick in the gut on how easy it is for social media to control you. Thanks, Melanie, and I look forward to next week's podcast. Gosh, thank you so much for that. I just, you know, last week we had that Instagram, Facebook outage and it was like for an entire day we had no access to anything and it really, number one, it prompted me to definitely do a future series on growing your email list because if Facebook or Instagram went away, are you managing your entire business through your um, inbox on direct messenger or on Instagram? And if that's the case, I almost want to say shame on you because that's the worst way to build a business. Everybody should have a list. And if you don't, you can open up a Google Doc right now and or an Excel spreadsheet and ask for everybody's email that you talk to from this point forward. Um, and you can do a MailChimp or a constant contact to start collaborating and collecting people's information. Uh, but secondly, it was so nice to just say to myself, I don't have to be on social today. It's not really working. So I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to write content for the next week. I'm going to spend additional time with my kiddos. Like we just really loved that social media break. So if you're the kind of person that says, 
you know, I feel like I'm always connected. Why don't you create your own social media outage every single day in your personal life? And we'll do a little more on that in the future, but such an important point to remember, like connecting with people in real time is so important. All right, so let's dive in. Let's talk about social media. So, you know, one of the things that I do in my day-to-day job is I help business owners grow their businesses. Everything from creating their brand on social media to their voice to telling stories to generating sales to growing their team, you know, to social media marketing to attracting the right followers. I mean, everything that you can think about needing to grow a business regardless of what industry is something I do on a day-to-day basis in addition to mentoring my network marketing team. And I love it. I find great joy in helping people succeed and helping them figure out what works best for them. And so one of the frustrations lately has been this Instagram growth, right? Attracting the right following. We all, regardless of our industry, we all have a warm market. So we have a market of people that we are, that are our close friends and our close family, and they would essentially buy dirt from us. A friend of mine in in my business, in my network marketing business said that to me, like you have this thing called a dirt list. It's your people that know you. It's your, it's your neighbors. It is your parents. It's your siblings, your closest friends, people you went to high school or college with that already have a relationship with you. And when you open a business venture, they're going to support you because they believe in you. They trust you. They know that whatever you're about to do is going to work and you're going to succeed and they want to be your first customers. And that's what we like to call our warm market. And we obviously have to reach out to those people and explain what we're doing and invite them to join. But what happens is you have these waves in your business. Your first wave is that dirt list. And when most people come into business, they focus on the dirt list. And they don't focus on the fact that they need to be developing relationships with other people that are in their cold market right from the get-go. Because what you don't realize is that it typically takes you about three to six months to actually develop a relationship with somebody that you have never met before. People really need to watch you from afar. They need to be on your email list. They need to watch your live videos. They need to read your posts. They, they need to see you out in the community. They need to build a trust and they need to build a connection, this mutual connection where they see a piece of themselves in what you're doing and realize that it's something they need in their life. All right. And so it's our job to from day one to really be thinking about your business in in a few different ways. I have my dirt list. Great. I'm going to work on those people, but I am from the start going to build my following and my cold market. And I am going to start developing that relationship. And so wherever you're at right now, if you had like a really big start when you launched your business and then three months in, all of a sudden you said to yourself like, oh my gosh, I have nobody left and you saw your sales really dip and plummet, I bet it was because you weren't priming that cold market. You weren't consistently showing up through Instagram, through Facebook, through live, through email, whatever way you get out there, you didn't do something that actually helps you to grow those those connections. So what we're going to talk about today is how do we do that on Instagram specifically, right? So we're going to talk Instagram because that's really where where I'm personally finding a lot of success, but I also find that a lot of people don't even know where to start, all right? So number one, 
Um, a really important thing when it comes to growing your Instagram is, you know, and even if you're growing it now and you're saying to yourself like, ah, it's just not working for me, is I want you to take a step back. I want you to take a step back. I also want you to say, am I posting on social media to check off a box because somebody told me that I needed to show up once a day, twice a day, seven to 10 stories, whatever somebody told you. So you take a picture and, or you have a movie quote or, um, you know, a motivational quote or something that you just throw up there so that you can say, I did what you told me to. That is the wrong way to think about this process. All right. The right way to think about this process is to have a strategy. Every week I sit down, I do this on my computer. I have just a Google Doc that I write down my game plan for the week. I write down what I'm marketing at this point in time. I, I write down my goals, like I have a target for the number of new people I wanna bring in and, and on what product or service that I'm spotlighting or that is launching or that is new or whatever I'm working on. I have that very crystal clear. And then I say to myself, right, I look at my content from the week before and I actually say to myself, okay, what really did well last week? And then I look at two things, the images and the text. So take some time, and I do this every Sunday, where I sit down and I say, from last week, what did well? And I go through and I click on my images. And if you click on Instagram and then you click view insights, there's a, a little tiny box that comes up on the top third. You can actually slide your finger up and it'll go full screen there and it'll show you all of your insights. It'll show you the number of hearts, the number of comments, the number of people that shared it, the number of people that saved it. It'll talk to you about the number of profile visits that came out of that, the reach that it had, um, where people found you, was it home profile hashtags, you know, explore page. And so I can go down through and I can say to myself, okay, what? were my top performing posts of last week. And so I don't just look at the post, but I ask myself, what was I talking about? So if I were to look at even just last week and say, what were some of my top performing posts? Um, number one, I could say, all right, it was definitely, you know, body image. It wasn't just the side by side. It wasn't just a physical transformation, but it was like, I talked about body image. I talked about this, about Instagram being this place where everybody needs to be perfect. And I talked about like, and so what connected with people was the fact that people really feel like sometimes Instagram's a highlight reel. It gets into their own head. They find themselves comparing. So now I'm going to write that down and I'm going to say, you know, comparison, um, perfection, right? Oh, being who you are. That's a theme that people really resonated with. If I go down through and I'm like, hmm, okay, people really resonated with the one where I talked about um, money and people be asking me how much I made. Like that was a really big one. And so I, and then what was the underlying theme, it was you're never going to get rich quick, right? It's that you have to serve others first. So people like when I talk about the fact that it's not money first, 
that it is service first, right? That what being a business owner is all about. So that was really a business tip kind of a thing. Another one that did really well was um, another business. I'm overwhelmed, so I do nothing at all, right? So I believe it was the image. I also believe that it was the content. So now I can start to kind of generate some themes there of what people, another one that did really well is my whole goal in life was to be a stay-at-home mom. And it's a picture of me and Bryce. And so, okay, people really relate to that mom guilt. So now as I'm sitting here, I'm writing down mom guilt. I'm writing down business advice. I'm writing down body confidence and comparison, right? So those are the things that I'm writing down that people really liked. And obviously they loved seeing about, you know, Landon's birthday, but that's what really resonated with people. You know, it was, um, it was really just those concepts. So now I can write those concepts down and say, all right, I'm going to do that again this week. I can talk about body confidence and self-love this week in a different way. I can talk about mom guilt in a different way this week. I can talk about spouse support in a different way this week. And so now I'm going to sort of make that part of my brand and my theme. I'm going to make sure I work something in there with my kids because that really got a lot of interaction. People wanted to actually connect with me on a personal level, not just what I sell. And then if I look at the images that do well, what were they? What was I doing? You know, were they, you know, were they well lit? Were they dark? Did I have a clear call to action? Like I'm actually reading deeper to see what it is that is actually working. And if you find yourself saying, I'm going through an entire seven days and the same people are liking my content, the same people are uh, giving me actual comments and, um, or maybe it's nobody at all, read your post and say, did I tell them what I wanted them to do? Did I, in my post, actually give them a call to action? Did I, in my post, say, drop an emoji below if you love pizza or wine? You know, did I make it simple or was I overcomplicating things? Was I just trying to sell? That's another big one. Are you just selling to people every day? Are you just saying, look at me, I did my workout today, you know, hashtag day two, right? 80 day obsession or um, drank my superfood shake, hashtag shakeology, right? And after people just are going to scroll past that. It's not going to stop the scroll. You know, you have about eight to 10 seconds to captivate somebody's attention. So you got to make sure you're taking a good photo, but you also got to make sure you're not just shouting yourself out, but you're actually giving advice. You know, you're actually talking to people about what you're, what's going through your mind and what you're struggling with and you're engaging your audience. And it's not all business. Promise me that you will have a little bit of your life in there too. You know, somebody in our community last night said to me, you know, I love gardening and, and I love my animals. How do I work that into my feed? I just don't understand how to do that. And I was like, well, take a picture of yourself out in the garden, a really great crystal clear photo, or maybe it's a picture of, you know, flowers that you had picked for the day in a vase or you're holding it. And then I want you to talk about what gardening does for you, right? So does it bring you joy? Does it give you calm? Does it decrease your anxiety? Why? What about it do you love? 
work that into your grid. So this requires you to think a little deeper and that's okay. It should make you think a little deeper. It should get you really sort of leaning into, okay, you know, what is, what? Is, how do I want to connect with my people? What are my core values? All right, the next thing I want you to do is we kind of talked about this is I do want you to look at your top performing posts. You know, again, look at the photo and look at the content and then pull out and extract, write down what it was that did really well. Experiment with your camera angles. This is another one. If you look at, you know, my grid or anybody else's, I don't have the same angle in every photo. It's not always a selfie. It's not always a full body. It's not always a side-by-side. -side. Sometimes it's a close-up. Sometimes it's a professional photo. Sometimes it's things or a book or it's a quote. Sometimes it's my kids. Like I vary it because I want it to be visually appealing. If you go look at your Instagram right now and you say to yourself, I wouldn't follow myself, that's a big red flag that you need to make a change. If you wouldn't follow your own account, that's a problem. Okay, if you look at your feed and it's like every single photo is a picture of your food, every single photo is a headshot, is a is a selfie of yourself, every single picture is, you know, um, is a motivational quote, right? If it looks busy or messy or not clean, then it needs to change, right? I try to stay away from words on my photos. I stay away from busy collages, right? So really take a look at your feed and get real with yourself. I, it, it's amazing how many people don't evaluate their content. They just do it and they just don't understand why it's not working. So if something's not working, you really got to ask yourself, why is this not working? Another thing that you need to do is use hashtags, right? So some of the best people on social media aren't using hashtags right now. Like ask yourself, am I using at least 30 hashtags on every single post? It doesn't matter if it's in the caption. It doesn't matter if it's in the comments. That's the most up-to-date information I can give you. Caption or co um, comments doesn't matter, but use 30. It's a card catalog for your post. Every single time you use a hashtag, it is cataloging it in that specific hashtag. When people search it, they now have you have the opportunity to be found by people searching similar hashtags, which means sometimes you find people with similar interests. Now, here's the catch on that one. I put it in the comments because I don't want to jam up my, my beautiful written text with all those hashtags. That's just my personal preference. You do you. But also, I use this app. It's called the Plan app. It's P-L-A-N-N. And there is a, you pay $4, you know, to have all the analytics. There is a free version. But what I like is you can create banks of hashtags. So when I go to the hashtag little area, I can type in a hashtag. And it will actually tell me if it's red, if the hashtag shows up red, it is overused. It is oversaturated. Don't use it. If it shows up in the green, it's a little better, but the blue is where you want to be. So sometimes I'll put in a hashtag and it shows up red and I'll just scroll down to find similar ones that are in the blue and then I'll choose it. And I have about 30 that are saved for ones for podcast, ones for, you know, business tips, ones for um, Transformation Tuesday, one is for motivation. So I have all, I have a couple of different sets that I do change and tweak a little bit, you know, when I use them, but it's a very simple copy and paste. Now I have the opportunity to find like-minded people that are just like me. 
If you're not using hashtags, you are not going to grow. It's important. It's Hashtags aren't just to search, but they're to be searched for, to connect with people. And then if it's not working for you and you're not finding authentic people, then you go through and you change a few of them and you try it again. This is not a black and white business, right? Using your social to grow a following, to grow your, your business means that you actually have to to trial and error it, right? And kind of work through it. So I wanna make sure everybody's using those hashtags. All right, another thing that you can do to grow your Instagram is your content's key. If you have crappy content, it doesn't matter what hashtags you use, people really aren't gonna find you. If you aren't really posting good photos, people aren't gonna come to your page and stay and follow you. And if you wanna collaborate with other people, you gotta have an Instagram that is that is collaboration worthy, which means that it's not just about selling one specific product, but you're actually open to collaboration. So what I do is I use local hashtags all of the time. If I go to a diner that is local or a coffee shop that's local, I tag them. I take a photo of my coffee. I style it so that it looks good with my iPhone in my photo and I tag them. I, um, I'll host events. Wherever I'm hosting events locally, I tag the place. I tag the business owners. I tag the brands that I'm wearing. I, I, I collaborate. I reach out and I say, hey, I would love to collaborate with you. If we do an event at your venue, will you share us on your social? Or if I come in and I'm going to take this photo, I'm going to tag you in it, will you share it on your social media? Right? Or I'm going to try this brand of headbands and I'm going to take a great photo. Would you be willing to cross promote? I'll, cro- I'll promote you if you promote me. And so now you're you have the ability to get into the feed of other business owners that might have a connection there in a similar market. All right. So think about that. What about a giveaway? What about an Instagram giveaway working with a brand that you love? And I'm going to give you an example right now. I had no idea that these headbands that I love were a small business. So have you guys heard of sweaty bands before? So it's a headband that doesn't slip. I found them at Nordstrom's. I bought them, fell in love with them because they didn't move and they kept my hair out of my face. I started using that hashtag sweaty bands. I started, um, I found her Instagram account and I started like tagging her in every photo that I did. And after a couple of months, she reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, thank you so much for promoting me. I'd like to do, can I send you some giveaways? And she sent me this big bag of sweaty bands. So I went live and I talked about my sweaty bands and how much I love them and, and why they were a great deal. I, I did a giveaway with them, right? I had people comment and, and we did this whole big thing and it promoted her business and it promoted me and I grew my following because of it. So think about that. Like, are there Instagram giveaways? ways you can do with other local business owners. All right, let's talk about another one. Running an ad. An ad is a good thing. So take one of your really good performing posts that you have done and let's run an Instagram ad. Do it for an Instagram lookalike audience to help you gain followers that are in a similar demographic with similar interests to the current followers that you have. And it's going to help you get more bang for your buck. Try it just Go ahead and pick like $20 and run it for five days and see how it goes. And then evaluate the progress and say, did it work? Did it not work? What could I do differently next time? All right, the next thing and the last thing is switch your profile over to a business profile. Make sure your 
profiles public. If you want to grow your account, you can't do that with a private profile. You know, people need to be able to find you. So public profile and switch it to an Instagram business because here's the thing, like it allows us to do additional things. It allows us to have the Instagram business insights. Um, it allows us to, you know, share it to that personal page. Our stories can cross over. It just really elevates you to the next level when you have that business profile. All right, so what I want for you guys to do today is take a step back and I want you to really up your grid game. I want you to say to yourself, let's get real. What's working, what's not working, and what from today's podcast episode can you implement now? Start writing down the list of things people love and you can spend some time in early in the morning or late at night kind of writing out some content, taking some better photos, spend some time, stop winging your Instagram you know, business page and let's really hone it in to maximize your potential. Guys, social media is the platform that allows you to grow immensely more than more than you could run if you went and did a flyer in the newspaper or ran an ad on TV like your social media game right now is hot and lean into that if you are not you are missing the boat all right okay my friends I hope you have a wonderful day thanks so much for tuning in to today's podcast make sure you share it on Instagram stories tell me what you loved most about it tag a friend share this episode and as always if you've got suggestions for future episodes go ahead and email me at mjmitro at gmail.com would love to hear from you take care guys and go out there and crush it